Ryan, are you ready to be fired up? Because I sure am. I have Rod Cleef here. He has an amazing podcast of his own where he's had just, just some of the most awesome guests uh, on. He also has made millions and millions of dollars and lost over $50 million during the 2008 recession and built everything back up to that, that and so much more. So we're going to be talking today about how, what kind of mindset it takes, number one, to have a multi-bazillion dollar business, to lose it, and then to recreate it again. So sit back and let's get ready to be fired. Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mason. Hi, Rod. How are you? Thanks for being here. Hey. Hey, Krista, you know, uh, would you would you could please bring your energy up a little bit? Because I'm trying to, you know, stay awake here. I'm kidding. You're a hoot. Tell me how much energy I have. And it's just it's like a natural thing. I don't really drink much. Awesome. Caffeine. I was like kind of born that way. So um, awesome. So tell me a little bit about yourself. I mean, I, I, I love kind of we were talking about before the podcast, like what we could should focus on. And I really wanted to focus on fear because I, I'm not the best teacher of how to, you know, overcome fear. Cause I kind of just take life by the horn. So can you, that's what we're going to be discussing, but I want to kind of go back a little bit about your story beforehand. Sure, sure, sure. So I'm going to go way back because it kind of ties into what we're going to talk about. So I'm a Dutch immigrant, I, you know, wooden shoes, windmills. I immigrated when I was six years old with my brother Albert, my mother Zwancha, came across on a big boat. I remember my mom crying when she saw the Statue of Liberty. It was in 1966. And, uh, that really dated me. I was six years old. Uh, and uh, and so, uh, you know, we ended up in Denver, Colorado, and we didn't have much. So, you know, I remember eating expired food. We shopped at an expired food store, you know, drinking powdered milk with our cereal in the morning, which was cheaper than real milk. And trust me, sounds better than it is. And, you know, wearing clothes from the Goodwill and the Salvation Army all the way through junior high school till I finally got disgusted when I was 14. And I was tall and I lied about my age at Burger King and said I was 15 because I could get a job. And Got a job flipping burgers so I could buy my own clothes. And, you know, I'm sure you've got listeners that had it harder than I did and maybe have it harder now with all the crap that's going on out there. But, you know, I knew I wanted more. And luckily, my mom had an incredible work ethic. So she babysat kids so we'd have enough money to eat. We always had a house full of kids. And she was a bit of an entrepreneur. She actually invested in the stock market successfully with no formal education. And she also invested in real estate. So her first real estate acquisition was the house right across the street from us. She bought when I was about 14 for about 30 grand. Then when I was 17, she told me she'd made $20,000 in her sleep. I'm like, what? You just made $20,000? You didn't do anything? Screw college. I'm getting into real estate. So I went out and got my real estate license, and I was going to be rich in real estate. Well, I was still living at home with mom, and my first year in real estate, I made about eight grand. My second year, maybe 10 grand. But my third year, I made over $100,000. Back in 1980, was some pretty decent change. Yeah. And so what happened between year two and three that caused me to 10x my income? Well, what happened was I met a guy. I was actually dating his daughter because I actually had my broker's license, but I, I was smart enough to work for another broker. And I was dating his daughter. And he taught me about the importance of mindset and psychology and how 80 to 90 percent of your success in anything is just that your mindset and psychology only 10 to 20 percent is the real estate stuff I talk about on my podcast. And, 
and uh, then the technical stuff. It's really you got to actually take action with what you learn and and um, and 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 make it happen. And so fast forward to, to today, I've I don't I've owned over two thousand houses that I've rented long term. I own thousands of apartment units now. In two thousand six, my net worth went up seventeen million dollars while I slept. And you might in say, one, "Wow, like why you slept? Explain that." Well, what I mean is my value, my net worth went up $17 million in 2006 because of what was happening in, in real estate prices. Oh, okay. Gotcha, and if okay. you want to do the, if you want to do the math on that, it's 8,300 and some dollars an hour, which of course I did. And I got a head so freaking big, I could barely fit it through a door. I thought I was a real estate God. And you know, when that happens, God of the universe will give you a nice little beat down. Well, that was 2008. I lost $50 million, like you said, conservatively, actually, probably a little more than that. And so, you know, I, I enjoy talking about the mindset it took to have that 50 million, but probably more importantly, the mindset it took to recover from losing it, losing everything to the success that I'm blessed to have today. And I'm happy to drill down on that with you. I think it'll add some value to your peeps if you'd like. Krista. Yeah, that's exactly what I want you to talk about. It's 1,000%. All right. All right. So, so, you know, if you come to one of my boot camps, I teach people how to buy multifamily. I had a thousand people in Orlando in September and I do, uh, you know, virtual events. I got a virtual event coming up in April and uh, where I teach people how to buy apartment complexes. Well, if you come to that, the first hour and a half is goal setting on steroids because how the hell do you get anything if you don't know what it is? You got to know what you want and why you want it. You've got to create that that hunger that Napoleon Hill, a burning desire actually calls it and think and grow rich. You got to create that burning desire. You got to really want it because that's how you push through fear. That's how you push through limiting beliefs. And you know that's how you get uncomfortable to go create what it is that you want. That burning desire will get you back up when you get your butt kicked and you get knocked down, right? And see, that's how... That's how I had it to start with, as I had that burning desire. I knew what I wanted, but that's also how I got back up after losing it. I reassociated with what I wanted again. You know, when you've got an average ability, but you've got burning desire, success is inevitable. Honestly, it's 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 more the burning desire and that than than the than the technical knowledge. It's more the burning desire than the IQ than the than the you know what you came into this with. So you know you've got to want it as Can bad I, as you want to breathe. I want to stop you for a second, and I, I have yeah. to just kind of like. First of all, I mean, my dog is is barking right now, so I'm telling my team to help me with them. Um, so I, you don't know this about me, but I haven't lived at home since I was um, 13. I was in a foster home, group home, juvenile hall, and wow. um, there was some physical abuse happening at my home. So I left because of that. And I had my husband, uh, what, my first husband and my only divorced person, but he actually ended up leaving me. And I had just left my full-time teaching job. And so I, I had, I jumped into real estate and I, I sold 69 houses my first year. And people wow. ask me, how did you do that? And I will tell you, the only answer I have is my, my burning desire to keep my two daughters safe in their home was the only reason why I was able to sell 69 houses my first year. Because it, it's, I had the, no it's the why. That's, that was your why. And that's a fucking, yeah. excuse me, sorry. That is a kick butt why, okay? And, and yeah. you know, it's it, it, the strongest, and that's one of the things I do in my goal setting workshop is 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 help you decide what that why is. It's the why that's going to drive you. And it's almost always other people. It's almost always mm -hmm. doing something outside of just you, okay? Yeah. And, and, and by the way, if you're listening and you don't want to learn multifamily, go to rodslinks.com, R-O-D-S-L-I-N-K-S, at the bottom, 
rodslinks.com is the bottom is my goal setting workshop. I, I do it every year on the first of the year and um, and it's free. I don't try to sell you anything. Go do it. You know, people spend more time planning a freaking Christmas party than they do designing their lives. Doing your goals is designing your life. Have your spouse do it. If you got kids that are over 10 years old, have them do it. Design their life. Get, get them started on the right foot. Again, it's at rodslinks.com and I'm not going to try to sell you anything. Just go do it and 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 take control of your of what's going on. But yeah, you got you got to want it and and you know, and, you know, a lot of people are in comfort and that comfort zone is a nice warm place and nothing freaking grows there. Right. So you got to you got to have that desire to push through that. And a lot of people are fearful. We'll talk about fear in a second, but then you got to make a decision. And I don't mean dip your toe in the water. I don't mean one foot in, one foot out. You've got to just decide and take it. And, 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 and that decision could be the biggest decision of your of your life. See, motivation will get you started, but you've got to have commitment and you make a decision you get committed and then you're like a train on a track if you're not committed you're going to get knocked off track you know and and if you're not committed then you know it's it's just a dream it's not an outcome so it's you've got to make that people do not do that like i mean the problem is is that so many people will make a decision and remember everything in our life happens because of a decision there not there's nothing in anyone's life that ever happens unless a decision is made Right. But they they make a decision and as soon as they have hard times or they're or they're afraid of making the decision because they're afraid they're going to mess up or they're going to fail or it's not going to work and then when they do the first sign of issues or problems or stress or hard they just go oh that's my warning sign that i should stop yeah well that's exactly right and i will tell you no decision is a decision okay exactly. so if you're sitting out there if you're sitting out there listening and and you've been you know waffling about taking charge of your life waffling about getting out of the rat race waffling about you know grabbing life by the you know what and making it happen then you're making a decision just by not taking action Okay, so you got to make a decision. By the way, the Latin root for the word decision means to cut off, okay? A great analogy would be if you're going to attack the island, you burn your ships because you're taking their damn ships home. That's a decision. It's done. And that's the way it has to be. It's got to be done. Once you make a decision, then you got to take that first step. You know, Dr. Martin Luther King said, you take that first step in faith, the next step will be revealed. You know, Lao Tzu said, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, but you got to make that step. And sometimes that could be the biggest step of your life. And there's, you know, a lot of people are analytical and, you know, and, and I love them in my business and multifamily. They're some of the most successful students that I have. But if you're, if you're analytical and you're listening, you know this, you have to check off every freaking box before you make a move. And very often you don't make a move. And you've got to get past that. You've got to recognize, I'll give you a great analogy. You can drive all the way across the United States at night with your headlights only seeing 50 feet in front of you. You know you'll make it. You may have some obstacles. You know other people have done it before you. It's the same way with any endeavor that you take. You may not be able to see the whole path. Definitely in my business and multifamily investing, you're not going to see the whole path, but you got to take action anyway. Okay, you got to make a decision and do it. You know, this life is not a dress rehearsal. You know, I... You don't want any, if you know, if you fear failure, I'm going to tell you fear, regret much worse. There was this nurse in Australia, a hospice nurse, Bronnie Ware, and she counseled patients that were about to die. And she asked him a question, Krista. And the question was, do you have any regrets? She wrote a book about it, something like the five regrets of dying. Uh, and you know what the number one regret was? It wasn't the, it was not living the life I could have lived, living someone else's life, not doing what I know I'm capable of. Boy, if you're going to fear anything, fear that. Don't fear failure. We'll talk it's about so failure funny. in a minute. I always say that, like the biggest regret people have is not, not doing what they still have the ability to do, right? Like it's a regret you have currently, like I could change this thing, but I'm not. 
And then looking back on life, I could see that like, gosh, I should have done that thing. Like what held me back? There's there's a story yep. about God will tell you if you had the ability, like, tell me where my life would have been or could have been had I done what I was capable of, like people would be crying, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. it's and and I don't want that, man. I want to I want to end up in life with my hair messed up and like, oh, what a ride. That's the way I want to end up. Let's talk about fear now. So what is fear? F everything and run. You know, that's what it is for a lot of people. Um, I like to I like to I like to think it's definitely false evidence appearing real. And it's also, in my opinion, you you adopt the mindset that you face everything and rise. You know, I, I uh, everybody has fear. Even the most successful people, you know, have fear. I have fear. You have fear. Yeah, but the successful people push through in spite of the fear. OK. And so, you know, I will tell you. Um, so that's on fear. And let's talk about limiting beliefs. You know, when I immigrated to this country, I got to I got to show you something back here. Take me just a second. So when I immigrated to this country, uh, um, I found out what bullies were for the first time. And I got my butt kicked occasionally. And then my mom, God bless her proud Dutch woman that she was, sent me to school in these freaking wooden shoes oh. uh, and, and, and uh, you know, and, and leather shorts that the Germans wear for Oktoberfest, the lederhosen. So I got my ass kicked again. And then I had bullies at the end of my street. They chased me home. She chased them off with a fly swatter next day, ass kicking. And I came up with this belief system that I wasn't good enough. I used to ask myself, how could I show them I'm good enough? And, you know, lots of people have these limiting belief systems. The thing you got to remember is there's a reason the acronym for belief systems is BS, because 99.9% .9 of them are BS, but we believe they're real. You know, I'm not smart enough. I'm not analytical enough. That was another one of mine. I'm, you know, I'm not old enough. I'm not young enough. I mean, we all have these stories and these belief systems that have no basis in fact, okay? And so if you have one of these and you're conscious of it, I'm not enough or whatever, you're conscious of it, whenever it pops up, pull it out into the daylight, look at it with your adult rational mind and recognize that it's BS. You do it enough and it'll go away. I mean, I used to be afraid to raise my hand in front of 10 kids in class. And now I literally speak in front of thousands and thousands of people a year. And so, all right, the next piece is focus. And, you know, I host a podcast. It's, it's the largest commercial real estate podcast in the world. We're well over 20 million downloads. And I'm going to bring, the reason I'm bringing that up is I'm not bragging. There's a, there's a moral to that in just a second. But here's the thing. Wherever your focus goes, your energy flows. Okay, that's a Tony Robbins quote, actually. So, but, but if you have an incredible focus, you're going to have incredible success. And whatever you focus on gets larger, both positive or negative. Okay. And, you know, I get, I get people call me and say, how do I get out of student loan debt? I'm like, wrong freaking question. How do you make so much money that debt's irrelevant is the right question. Because again, what you focus on grows. They asked Mother Teresa if she was anti-war. She said, no, I'm pro-peace. Yeah. You get it? You know, and, and so, you know, it, focus is critical. And I'm going to tell you, um, you know, I, 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 I picked up on something. So I, I watch two podcasts that I enjoy. One of them is Joe Rogan and the other one is Tim Ferriss. And I try to get both sides of the aisle. I'm definitely on one side. Um, and and uh, but but I listen to Tim Ferriss's show anyway, because he interviews the best of the best in the world, the best athletes, you know, NFL players, NBA players, Michael Phelps, people like that, billionaires like Ray Dalio, biggest CEOs of the world like Zuckerberg, you know, uh, actors like, you know, Arnold, Ed Norton, Hugh Jackman, et cetera. And he deconstructs their success and, and uh, real high level intellectual conversations. I got to give him a shout out. But, and, I, and the reason I bring that up, I brought my podcast up is they get about 20 million a week, okay, to my 20 million wow. total anyway. But, but anyway, I started to hear a pattern in all these people that he interviewed that are the best in the freaking world at what they do. And a lot of them meditate. 
what does meditation enhance? Focus, right? So, you know, and, and I don't know about you, uh, Krista, but I'll be sitting watching some stupid crap on Netflix and then I'm scrolling through my social media. And here's what's wrong with that. That kills your focus because your brain is like making these micro decisions all the time and it's horrible on your focus. Meditation, though, that's the answer. Um, so next piece is playing to your strengths. You know, I'm going to tell you, a lot of people try to get you to build up your weaknesses, but I'm going to tell you, when you play to your strengths, your strengths are your greatest assets. Don't, don't focus on your weaknesses. Success becomes much faster if you're maximizing your strengths, okay? I would tell you, align or hire or partner for your weaknesses. Definitely in the multifamily business, my business. You know, the best operators I see are a combination with someone that's analytical with someone that's outgoing. People playing to their strengths. But see, when you play to your strengths, you're going to love what you do. And frankly, when you love what you do, success is inevitable, right? And so, you know, how do you find out what your strengths are? You can do a Myers-Briggs profile. Tony Robbins has this really cool thing called a DISC profile. It's free, D-I-S-C profile. You know, ask some of your friends. They'll tell you what your weaknesses are first, of course, but, but you know, ask them what your strengths are as well. But here's the thing. You know, when you're playing in your strengths, first of all, you love what you do. You never work another day in your life. Work is play, right? But the other thing is you're passionate at that point, because when you love what you do, you're passionate and passion is required to influence people. And, you know, if you're going to get into any business, you're going to need to influence. And, you know, you operate from that passion and 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 you have that ability to influence and passion also is the fuel when you have a problem that pops up. It's not a big deal because you're passionate about what you're doing. So don't settle. Don't play small. Figure out what juices you and inspires you and do that. The passion breeds creativity, breeds, inno breeds innovation, and it, frankly, it minimizes or even eliminates fear. Um, so do what you love. Do what you're strong at, and you'll, and you'll be doing what you love. Next thing is your peer group. You know, you've heard the saying who you hang out with. Yeah, it's it's everything, honestly. And and with kids especially and 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 as an adult as well. Who you hang out with is who you become. And you know, you've heard the adage who you know, you show me your your three or five best friends and I'll show you who you are and it's absolutely the truth. In every aspect of your life, your health, your relationships, your happiness, definitely your finances. And I'm going to tell you, you want about be around people that think what you think is hard is easy because a rising tide lifts all ships. And you know, unfortunately, a lot of people default to people they went to school with or people they work with. And, 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 and sometimes those people, even not intentionally, don't have your best interests at heart. They're the naysayers. They're the poo-pooers. And, you know, and sometimes it's family. I'm going to tell you, love your family but proactively choose your peers, proactively choose who you allow to impact you, especially when you're about to get started on some side hustle, some dream that you have. When you get started, it's a fragile thread, protect it. Only get around people that are gonna inspire you and motivate you and push you. Like, you know, There's I've got a, a mentorship. Book, a book called Who Not How from Dr. Ben Hardy oh. and Dan Solomon. It's so true. I mean, my dad edits all my books and he says, why do you keep hiring all these coaches? You're already in the top 1% of coaches, top 1% of realtors. And I said, dad, that is why I'm in the top 1% because I've, I've personally in the past six years spent over $1.3 million in my own personal coaching and development. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, wow. That so beats like, me. I, I've never yeah, met right. anybody that beats me. That beats me. Been, wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Well, I'll tell you this, Michael Jordan at the height of his career, best in the freaking world had five coaches. I think he had six actually, because there was yeah. an assistant coach in there. You know, th th so there you go. But you know, my, my, my mentorship program, I've got about 1500 coaching students and 
something I'm really proud of. They now own upwards of 190,000 units that we know of. We're counting all the time, and I've only been teaching six six years. But here's the thing. It's the dynamic of that group because they're all holding themselves to a higher standard. Everybody's praising each other when they accomplish something. They're not trying to minimize it or make themselves look good or feel better by, by trashing it. They're all building each other up. And, you know, that's the power of getting in a peer group like that. People that push you, hold you accountable, praise you. And, Napoleon and, Hill says I, it, mastermind group, right? Like, be like, that's it. Know, that's it. You have 1,500, I, I, two minds become three, 1,500 become like, you know, 15 million. <laughs> I've given, I've given away, Krista, and I'm not exaggerating, well over 5,000 copies of Think and Grow Rich. Okay. I, you? I, you come to one. Yeah. I, I don't want to blow the surprise, but I'll do it. If, if you come to one of my boot camps, you'll always get it. Okay. I, I get, I give thousands and thousands of copies. It's, it's the precursor to all self-actualization, self-improvement and motivation. And, and so, like I say, you know, if you want to, if you're going to play tennis, do you want to play somebody better than you or worse than you? I mean, you know, the answer, right? Yeah. And we so, have a lot in common. You know, I'm so, I, I literally yeah. was reading Think and Grow Rich getting yeah. dressed, blow drying my hair. And I literally stopped what I was doing, went to the computer and was like, made a, a commitment. Like I'm doing this thing, right? Like yeah. le- leaving my full-time safe teaching job. I'm sorry, wow. uh, my real estate career, like be a coach because it's like finally Chris to get off your butt, you know, scared to death. But like, I yeah. love thinking you're rich. Yeah, me too. Me too. Definitely. So many, I mean, it's not a book you read once. You literally read it yes. two or three times a year. Okay. All right, now let's talk about problems and failure, okay? I call them seminars, okay? I, I believe we fail our way to success. You know, uh, problems are a gift. You don't ever, you, you know, when, I, when you come to one of my boot camps, on Monday after the boot camp, you will get a survey that says, what'd you think? Did we suck? Did, were we great? <laughs> you know, and, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I, I don't say it like that. I'm just playing here. But, but you know, what, did, what didn't you like? What did you like? And of course, 99.9% of the feedback's fantastic. But I'm looking for that 1%. You know, it's like, oh, and usually it's just the room was too cold or the food sucked or something like that. But, but I'm looking for ways to improve. How do you get better if you don't, if you don't get that feedback? So don't avoid, don't avoid problems. Don't avoid feedback because that's the only way you learn and grow. Problem, mm-hmm. you know, only people that don't have problems are dead. You know, I, I got to meet uh, Henry Ford said an airplane takes off against the wind. You know, I thought that was a great quote. You know, without problems, we don't change, you know. And if you don't have problems, frankly, respectfully, and hear me now, if you don't have problems, you're not trying. Okay. I love you, but you know it's the truth. Problems are learning opportunities. You know, I got to meet the billionaire owner of Spanx, uh, Sarah Blakely. You know, uh, started with $5,000 for you guys. That's the, the women's put it under their clothes to hold everything together. And she started with $5,000 and, you know, she's, she's a billionaire. She was in Forbes recently. And um, she told me at this mastermind, mastermind, you know, I spend a lot of money on me too. I'm shocked how much you spend, but I, I, I was at a mastermind of some of the best marketers on the planet. And I'm dumber and than you, Rod. I need a lot of help. <laughs> uh, so do I. No, 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 no. Trust me. You're not. But, but I, uh, she told me that her dad used to ask her, her and her brother on about a weekly basis, what have you failed at this week? Mm-hmm. And I thought, man, that is a freaking awesome question to ask your kids so they don't fear failure. Don't you agree? I mean, that's just yeah. extraordinary, uh, extraordinary question. Well, um, that's the, you know, I, I've got some other things I like talking about, but. Um, I, wanna, you know, I love what you're saying. I want to hear too about, I know you have like, you've been, you're great as far, like I love kids. Kids are kind of like my thing and oh, I oh, let, let me let me lead into that let me lead into that okay i know what you're gonna say hold on i, I there's a story that ties into that okay but before we go there i'm sorry to interrupt you but but you'll, you'll be glad i did here in a second so 
the, the, another thing that you need to embody in your life to have an amazing life is gratitude. Okay. I will tell you, it's the most important foundational emotion that we have. It makes us stronger when we face adversity. It strengthens our immune system, believe it or not. It makes our heart stronger, lowers our blood pressure, of course, brings us closer to our spirituality. You know, I would encourage you, if you, if you watch my goal setting workshop on Rod's links, at the end is my, is my planning process. I teach a, a weekly planning process, which is incredibly powerful. It's how I manage two very large companies at the same time. But part of that process is to journal for a few minutes of anything you're grateful for. Okay, and magic moments, things like that. Gratitude also is what attracts everything you want into your life. Okay, so I will tell you most mornings, I will sit in my recliner and I'll just be grateful for the people that I love in my life. I'll be grateful for, you know, my students, my family, things like that. But then I'll be grateful for the things that I want as if I already have them, you know, and, and sometimes I'll get emotional being grateful for things I don't even have yet. And I know I lost a few analytical ones on that one, but I'm here to tell you, this is how I had 50 million to lose and how I got it back. So ignore it at your peril because it freaking works. Gratitude. So now let's talk about contribution, which is what you were going to ask me about, but I, I, I didn't want to spoil it because I, I, I really want to share this story. It's a powerful story. So when I, uh, you know, I lived in Denver. And but I knew I always wanted to live in the beach, you know, and I, there's no beach in Denver, obviously, but I would visualize the beach and the palm trees and the sand and the surf for 20 years. And, and I ultimately built this incredible uh, 10,000 square foot mansion on the beach. I actually owned the beach on one side and had my boats on the backside. It was called a Gulf to Bay. So I had the beach and, and, and the boathouse, which is uh, boat lifts, which was incredible. And just to describe this place, it's worth probably about 25, 30 million now. When I built it, it was about eight to 10. But, but, wow. um, yeah, but, you know, big spiral staircase up through the middle. Um, uh, giant waterfall from the second floor balcony into the pool. You had to walk through the pool, uh, through the balcony, uh, waterfall to get to the pool. Pools and magazines, you know, wine cellar, elevator. On the second floor, I had aquariums built around the spiral staircase, custom made, cost me almost 200 grand. So this gives I you an idea. I love aquariums. Yeah, yeah, me too. So, so anyway, um, two months after I moved in, so I worked for this thing for 20 freaking years, okay? Two months after I moved in, I'm floating in the pool at night, and I'm looking up at this testament to, the, to my ego, it, which is really what it was. It was to prove to the freaking world I was good enough. I mean, if this doesn't do it, what the hell? You know, so I, I, was, I was to prove it, right? I'm looking up at this thing. My family's inside sleeping. You know, the pool's changing colors. It's got fiber optic lighting, and and I got depressed. And I don't mean a little depressed. I mean, I got really depressed. And I'm like, and I, I just moved in two months before. I'm like, what the hell? You know, I, I, I've achieved success like times 10,000. You know, I had the family, I had the, I had the Maserati and the Mercedes and all the boats and the jet skis and all the stuff, okay? When I look back on it, Krista, there were several things happening. Number one is, you should never achieve a big goal without having other goals lined up behind it. Like the good book says, without a vision, the people perish. You need a vision for the future. So that was number one. Second thing is it's never about the goals. Happiness comes from progress and growth. And if you do my goal setting workshop and you listen to the planning process, part of the part of that process, it's five steps, is to just celebrate anything you got done. Because are you going to have delays? Are you going to have, you know, you get stopped in your track sometimes? If you are acknowledging even the littlest bit of progress, you'll be happy. Okay, because happiness comes from progress. You got to consciously acknowledge it. That's the operative word, consciously. But the big thing that was happening, Krista, was I was totally focused on me. Rod, 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 show the world I matter, blah, blah, blah. And that's the year I met Tony Robbins. This is 23 years ago. And 
I saw that he fed families for the holidays. I went to one of his boot camps and I spent 20 years actually following him after that. I was on his team for eight years and just life-changing guy. And if you have an Were opportunity you with, to with see Tony's, him. with Tony's, really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, if you have an opportunity to see him, just do it if you're listening. Trust well, me, you'll thank to, me. Hold on, I have to interrupt you for a second. So I won Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi's launch two years in a row. So last oh, no year I got to, I was one of 10 people who got to spend three hours with him and he worked personally with me for an hour and then I get to go again in April. So in April, I was, this year I was wow. top three. Last year I was top number two. Uh, and I get to go again in April. So I cannot wait. Oh, fantastic. Good for you. Yeah. yeah I've had, had Dean, I've had, they, they flew me down to speak on their, uh, to speak on their mastermind. And then they were so gracious. They had me speak on their challenge, him and Tony's. And I was like, it yeah. was, I literally dreamt about that going to Tony's thing. And it's like, I saw myself somehow in the light. I was like, I'm going to be with Tony one day. And, I, and it happened. I was like, all because of yeah. everything you're teaching right now, like goal setting, visualization, putting it out there. I mean, none of it would have happened had I not every yeah, single you thing you're saying. You didn't dream it. You manifested it. Yeah, I mean, I let's be honest. Okay. You know, yeah. I tell the story of Jim Carrey wrote himself a check when he was flat broke yeah. for $10 million, used to look at it up on the, by the Hollywood sign. And, and that's how much he made for dumb and dumber. But, uh, but anyway, so, so I found out that he fed families for the holidays. And, and, um, so I went back, I called my brother in Denver. I was going there for Thanksgiving. I said, bro, let's feed five families. Let's just have some fun. And so he called his church and, and said, you know, found five families that really needed help. And, and the third one changed my life. Well, we had a blast buying the food. We bought toys for the kids if they had kids. Third family changed my life. We go up to this, this row house. It's like a one bedroom. It wasn't even a real one bedroom. It was a crappy one bedroom because you had to walk through the bedroom to get to the kitchen. There's a, wom a woman in there, a Hispanic woman with five kids. Her husband had left very recently and uh, prior to that. And she comes out and she sees the boxes of food on the porch. She sees the toys and she starts crying. Her kids come out. Aww. Two of the older ones start, start crying. I start crying and I'm hooked. In the last 23 years, I've fed over 150,000 children here in my area. I've done, you know, tens of thousands of backpacks filled with school supplies. We did, I fed 3,500 children for Christmas a, a month ago, did 1,700 backpacks in August. And I've done thousands and thousands of teddy bears to local police departments for officers to keep in their vehicles if they encounter a child that's been traumatized. And I don't say this to brag, so listen up. Don't, don't tune me out here, okay? You know, we've been taught in this society to achieve to be happy. Like, we shouldn't be happy until we've achieved. You know, that's a common misconception. Let me say that's a misconception. Because if you give back in any fashion, you're happily achieving. And I know it's a play on words, but it's an important one. Tony Robbins calls it the science of achievement versus the art of fulfillment. Achievement's a science. You wanna learn multifamily, get your butt to my boot camp. Hell, you can come for a hundred bucks and I don't sell anything there. But if you wanna learn multifamily, th that's a science. I'll give you the blueprint, you just gotta do it. But if you want to be fulfilled, that's, that's, a, that's an art. And you've gotta figure out what juices you. For me, it's kids. Maybe for you, it's animals or the environment or the elderly, whatever it is, give back right now. Don't say, oh yeah, you had the money, that's why you did it. If you want the money faster, do it. That's how God works or the universe, whatever you believe. So anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll drop the mic, but that's, that's, that's my. No, that is so true. Story. It's all about, you know, people, there's actually a study that says, you know, people, they ask, would you rather, would you rather be rich or happy? And people say, I'd rather yeah. be happy, but research shows that the more rich you are, the happier you are. Like there's a whole study about, about it because of the reason you're saying you can give more, right? Like when you can give more and be more of a philanthropist and have enough money to where you don't have to worry, that's when everything changes in life. So I, I believe it. And. If you want more money, give. 
Yeah, That's just yeah. the way God works. You get it back a hundredfold, a thousandfold. Whatever you give, you receive. You want love, give love. You want happiness, smile and give happiness. You want money, give of your time or give money. That's how it works. We rise by lifting each other up. And I'm going to tell you, anything in this universe that does not contribute actually gets eliminated. Okay, so, you know, uh, contribution is a big part of success. The yeah. Tiny Hands Foundation, that's the name of the, where you've helped yep. over 130,000 children, correct? Yeah, I, I paid, yes, it is. I, I paid for it up until 2008 when I got my butt handed to me. I paid, in fact, that year I fed 1,500 families. It was like 55,000. But then I started taking donations and, you know, yes, tinyhandsfoundation.org. Thank you for that shout out. I don't usually even throw that out there, but. Uh, I love that. That's, but, I, I all and every, every dime goes to the food, the backpacks, the, the you know, the, I, in fact, I even add a whole bunch on top of that. I pay all the operational expenses, everything else, the teddy bears. Uh, so every dime goes to help. It doesn't, not a dime goes anywhere else there's no salaries nothing i pay all that that's yeah. so awesome that's so hard it's rare because it's hard to know where to donate you know i mean yeah. it's like where do you give your money to this has been awesome i uh, it's funny no. just listening to you i feel like i'm here listening to myself because so much of what you say is like out of the mouth of <laughs> which like and i think thank you a lot of times you'll you'll interview people and they say the same things but it's and it seems it sounds so cliche but it's all so true like it's just so so true and so many successful people They'll tell you everything. Mindset is the beginning of it all. Um, you know, and and I just really want to thank you. Well, it, abs it absolutely it is. It absolutely yeah. is. It, it's it starts and starts and ends with mindset. Uh, it absolutely is the the most important piece. No yeah. question. So now I'm I just curious. So you say you have over um you have over fifteen hundred students. What do you charge for your right. coaching? I don't usually throw that out there publicly because um, no, okay. it'll 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 scare people, frankly, or 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 they'll they'll make a prejudgment around it, and and they shouldn't do that. If they're interested in learning what we do, go to rodslinks.com. My bootcamp site is there. My regular website is there. You can apply there, or you, you know, if you want to apply to my coaching, you text the word crush. So you, we can help you crush it, right? <laughs> you text the word crush to seven two three four five, and I will tell you if you have any interest in real estate. Go to Rod's links and check it out. You know, go to my virtual boot camp. It's like $97 right now and there's bonuses and I don't sell anything. It's kind of a no brainer. 16 hours of training with nothing being sold for 97 freaking dollars. And, it, you know, I believe in the adage, you give, 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 and it comes back to you. And, and, and you just add as much value as you can. And it's, it's really served me well. Um, and, and I, I honestly, I believe the most successful people on the planet are the ones that, that add the most value. And so, you know, that's, that's my mindset. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Everyone. So Rod Cliff, and he's got an amazing podcast as well. That's so good. You. What's the name of the podcast? Can you tell everybody? It's called it's called Lifetime Cash Flow Through Real Estate Investing. But again, if you go to rodslinks.com, the link is there for oh, that okay. as well. The link for my other social. There's tons of free books and resources there. It's it's a really uh yeah, so rodslinks.com. Or you can text if you're driving, text the word links to seven two three four five. Seven, yeah, two, three, four, five links. L-I-N-K-S. Yeah. Rod, thank you so much for being here. It's been great. And I, everyone, you know, I always say this information is not power. Implementation of the information is where everything comes. So go to that. And Rod, thank you so much for your time. And I hope you were all just as fired up as I am. Everyone say, awesome, Rod. Thank you. But I always did it in this one manner. And you've, you've already answered, I, I think I know what you're going to say, but I'm going to put it in your words. So I always end every podcast with, if there was one thing, one, just one piece of advice that you could give everybody, whether it's personal, business, anything, what would that be? It's, it's Nike's quote, you know, just do it. <laughs>
I mean, stop sitting on your heels. Just go freaking do it. You know you want to do it. Stop sitting on your laurels. Start feeling, stop feeling, you know, don't be in the same place you are a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, unless you freaking love where you are right now. So go take action. Figure out how the vehicle that you're going to use. I think incredible opportunities coming with this current economic environment. I actually think that you know what's about to hit the fan. We're going to see some real opportunity buying businesses, buying real estate, everything else. But you got to go learn it and go do it. So pick a vehicle, go learn it, and then just take action. That's oh it. Oh my gosh. Look at this. On my wall. Do you see that? It says, do it now. You see? That's it. That's and it. That's it. My email. It's like, do it at kristamasher.com. So everyone, you heard it right from around. Everyone have a great day. Thanks for your time. And I will see you next time. I'm Chris If you'd like to learn more about this strategy and many more, do me a favor. Sign up somewhere on this event, on this page for my event, uh, Unstoppable Agent. It's a virtual. You can take it everywhere home. It's less than a couple cups of coffee, and I guarantee you that you will learn more in the first day than you will learn all year in real estate. And guess what? If you don't think so, I'll give you a refund. Click the link somewhere on this page. I'm Krista. See you soon. Have a great day.